beautiful people across the globe. We just want to welcome you to another edition of D-A-K-I-C-K-B-A-C-K, The Kickback, with Sharika, Sabrina, and E.B. It's finally August, which is our birthday month. <laughs> Go Kickback. Sharika, I don't know why in my head I thought we had two years, but do you realize we have three? Yep. Like, we're a whole toddler. We made it through the terrible twos. And now, what can three-year-olds do that two-year-olds can't? I kind of feel like three-year-olds kind of don't. Three and four is kind of like, meh. Isn't that exciting? I feel like three and four, (laughs) you're getting the hang of the potty training, which to me is like the best. Like, Mm -hmm. you, when a kid can go to the bathroom on their own, like, I feel Mm -hmm. like you're off to the races. So I feel like that's what threes and fours bring. I mean, I don't really know because I don't have the kids, but I think like three is, I feel like that's like, okay, I'm going to the potty by myself. I mean, sure for the adults, but for the kid, is it really that much of a vibe? You know, imagine life, you don't even have to, that's one of the reasons it took me so long to drink the proper amount of water every day because I just hate having to go to the bathroom. I'm like, I'm over here. I'm having these conversations. I'm doing this task. I'm having fun dancing. Now I have to stop my whole life and go to the bathroom. But do you want to be in a poopy diaper though? Like, do you absolutely not? But they are like in the Garden of Eden, right? So do they realize? Well, no, they absolutely do because babies even cry. They're like, somebody handle this right now. They know. They do know. Um, so embarrassing that we just dove headfirst into the poo conversation at the top of the pod. But that's what it is. It's the kickback. And you all will have noticed that there is another voice besides my own and Sharika's. That's right. We finally have another special guest. And this guest is super special to me. Um, I've known this young woman for, golly, maybe eight years or so. I met her through my church, and she's just incredible. Super, super talented, super, super chill, super, super authentic and fun to talk to. But I think even more so than that. She is a fellow Snapchatter. <laughs> I'm almost there. I should, right. I should put like a, her love for God and others right, right at the top. But I'm like, you know what? I love a good Snapchat. And Sarah, you don't know this, but I really don't have that many people on my Snapchat. Really? It is like a tight, tight. Yeah, yeah. It's a tight space, like family, close friends. Some of the people from our church, like once if they were in youth ministry with me, once they were like 18, I was like, sure. Not that I had any right. crazy content, but sometimes the young people have crazy content and I don't want to have to go run and tell their parents. I get it. They're, so, they're too like, much sometimes. Right. So um, we are thrilled to have Sarah because as I often do, there are certain people whose stories I follow. Sarah is one of the young people that I don't have to mute. No shade to the other young people. But some of you, you know, between the butt slapping and other things, I'm like, you know what? I just, I won't see this. If you want to send me a snap, that's fine. But I won't even have a glimpse of her story. But Sarah is a, your safe space for me, Sarah. And I appreciate that. Uh, so Sharika and I were talking about the Barbie movie. And as I often do, I was like, oh, what's Sarah up to on Snap? And I saw some amazing conversation points when it comes to this Barbie movie. So I'm really excited to have Sarah on the pod today. Uh, it's going to be great. Probably one of my favorite episodes besides the time I talk about Melania's nude pictures and be best. <laughs> the time my mom was on the episode. And now, Sarah, oh, when my best friend AJ too. <laughs> oh, 
So, you know what? I have so many favorites. I shouldn't do that. But I know this is going to be a great one. Uh, I'm going to talk about my temp check because I am currently packing for a rando vacation. My husband and I have a lot of stuff going on this fall. We hit another major milestone. Yay, we paid off our car. Woo! So now we're saving for, well, I guess technically my car. Uh, but now we're saving for his truck. But every time we pay something off, we have a celebration. But my husband, like, is really into video games. And his ideal thing is, like, just to sit and not have me bother him and be like, hey, come give me a kiss. Or, hey, come listen to me talk about this random thing for 10 minutes. He wants to do that uninterrupted. And I'm like, let's go here. Let's go there. So when one of my friends literally three or four days ago was like, hey, I'm going to be in Vegas this weekend. You should come. I was like, oh, my gosh, should I come? Oh, my gosh. Am I really going? Oh, my gosh. Why are the plane tickets from Tampa to Vegas so cheap? Oh, my gosh. I'm going to Vegas. Oh, my gosh. I need to cancel because why am I going to Vegas? I do have an aunt who lives there. My mom has been there so many times. So I will get to see my aunt and all that. And it's not even that long, you guys. I'm leaving on a Friday. I was coming back on Sunday, but literally yesterday, they're like, oh, let's stay one more day. So I changed my flight. I'm coming back Monday. I don't have any plans. I can't even see Usher because he's not there right now. I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm like, babe, you can sit here in the house, but I got to be free. I got to be me. And that's why my song is Friday. I remember Friday. Um, I think this is probably my song before, but she said, it's Friday, Friday, got to get down on the Friday. <laughs> that is me. And my favorite line, which describes how I feel about this Vegas trip, is we, we, we so excited. We so excited. We're going to have a blast today. So that's me. I got my nails painted Barbie pink, and I'm ready to go. Sarah, there you go. how are you feeling? I'm Tim Check. You're okay. Um, I, you know, it's mostly just business as usual for me. Um, nothing really going on, but um, me and my friends are looking to move into a townhome together. Um, so I know, so hopefully I'll be out of my uh, kind of, I don't want to say crummy apartment because that really, I feel like is very dramatic, but you know, first adult apartment by myself, you know, now we're upgrading to, you know, lower rent, hopefully between the three of us uh, in kind of a better space, so that's in the works. Um, and then obviously I saw like five consecutive hours worth of movies last week in one sitting. So, you know, I'm doing pretty good. I don't know. I would give it like a solid, probably like as hot as it is right now, like oh, maybe yeah. like mid to low eighties. I, mm. I don't hate warm weather. Um, and like right now I can like smell it in the air. Like fall is just on the horizon I can, mm. I can smell it you know so I'm I'm doing pretty okay I would say like if I were gonna put a song to it um I don't know if anyone else is gonna say this but the um the Barbie world Nicki Minaj Ice Spice mm. song, but then also the Billie Eilish like what was I made for like those two side by side is like the headspace that I'm in right now is like very casual vibes but also then if I like sit still for a little too long I contemplate my life a little bit too much so that's where I am I love it I haven't heard the Billie Eilish one so I'm glad you mentioned Mm it I'm gonna look that one up and there was one at the beginning of the movie do y'all remember when Barbie would wake up and they're like me and my Mm. girls we look good in all the colors but we're choosing pink or something that Mm. was really cute too 
it's the song that the the last scene of Barbie is is set to is Billy oh. the the one with um like where it talks about like her mom and you know I'm oh. Ken oh. So the like having all the flashbacks yeah that's what that song is oh, love okay. it Sharika how are you feeling okay well I feel I'm all over the place but I'm going to share this. Evie's not here, but he did send his temp. So I'm going to share that with you. He said his temp is currently 75. Our brother is still not with us. He's not away. He just um, had a procedure. And when he's back, I'm sure he'll tell y'all a little bit more about that. But he said his temp was 75 and he'll share anything else he wants to share about that. But um, and it's related to that injury we he talked about a few months ago. So, but this is what he did say. Tell Sarah, hey, she is one of my favorite people, is what he wanted to share uh, with you, Sarah. He's one of my favorite people. That's so sweet. Aww. And I, so Sabrina shared her thing about Sarah. I just shared with you what EB said about Sarah. I will tell you about my uh, experience with Sarah. I have not known Sarah very long. I've seen her around. But last January, yes, not 2023, 2022, we went on a lovely trip to California. And (laughs) we chatted a few times. But this is, I'm going to bring it to this incident. I don't know if you recall this incident. I know what you're going to say. I know what you're going to bring up. (laughs) <laughs> oh my gosh y'all know this about me maybe not you sarah but y'all people i've said this before on the podcast i don't know how true y'all believe believe this about me or not sabrina always they are sabrina eb always said oh sharika so nice and sharika so sweet blah 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 not blah 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 that y'all are not genuine i believe you are but also there's a side of me that is also not that. And Sarah had the pleasure, and this was not directed to her, but she was in the crosswinds of this. I saw it full force. I saw <laughs> all of it. Oh my gosh. Part of me feels like I should be embarrassed, but because I'm like, I'm a grown, grown adult. And this was like a mini child adult. Like, so you know what I mean? When I say mini child adult, I'm not trying to be disparaging to this person that this incident happened with but I'm saying a fresh adult like you know I don't know how old this child was I mean I let me I don't know how this young old this young person was but they were not like they were a young adult like a young young adult so the incident goes I was standing we were standing up like we've been on a we were on a bus trip for a long time we had been sitting for a long time. So at one point I decided I'm going to stand up a little bit because I'm tired of sitting down. And then I'm talking to some people behind me, Sarah probably in and out of the conversation. And we're just chilling, chilling and chatting. So we finally get to our destination and the bus does like a hard stop. And I like, like fall over a little bit and like graze this young person. And they had a smart remark. I don't even know what they said to this point. And I said, excuse me. And they, well, if you were, that wouldn't have happened if you were sitting down is what the person said. And I said, do you have a problem? Do we need to take this off the bus? Okay. 
No, I probably should have been a little bit more. But also, I told y'all on this podcast, I will fight a young person, a baby, an adult, a grandma. Like, it, it should be whatever. <laughs> it could be whatever with me. You're out of control. The kickback does not condone the baby. Huh? It doesn't. But also, <laughs> you try me. And Sarah said, and, and this, oh, I'll let you speak, Sarah. But then Sarah was like, I don't think she meant to do that. Like, she said something like really sweet, like it was an accident or something. And I, well, like, <laughs> and I don't know if you're just being gracious to this person, but like, you said that to this person, and then they, they like, I don't know if they were already like stressed out or something, but they just started crying, yeah. like full blown sobbing. Yeah. Um, and I was like, oh my God. <laughs> that's what did it for me is like I was like I really don't think like it was that deep like she just hit into you and you like said something kind of smart and you know you obviously were like hey it doesn't need to be like that but yeah this person was like I don't know under undue stress or something because <laughs> I, I don't even know who y'all are talking about but it's giving Karen energy very much snip first are the same people who, as soon as you give them an ounce of what they gave you, they're like, <laughs> just like, no, 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 you weren't, you weren't crying when you snapped at me. So okay. go ahead and suck this. It sure was. <laughs> and I love oh, Sharika. So is that your tip? <laughs> oh wow! Just, it was just, and I felt no ways about it, and I really was ready to see this child off the bus, not to physically fight them, but I'm gonna be like, what? Well, it, it it could be whatever. Now I know they weren't about that life, but also I was like. It whatever like this person i'm not even gonna go into all of that but anyway i was just like that's the one of my key memories sarah happens to be in and it had nothing to even do with her she just literally was sitting next to that person and got the crosswinds of the issue of the situation and she tried to be like helpful like hey i don't think she it was an accident (laughs) Because it clearly was, and I I don't know. I I feel like people like sometimes have, uh, like preconceived notions of like you know why are you so loud? Why are you up? I was just like, it's not. You need to calm down. It's gonna be okay. Like we are all on this bus in misery together. Because like that was the same trip that we got flooded, and then we got flooded. We got COVID. We got all yes oh my gosh yes that was insane so i like that to say like everyone was just having a horrible time even though we were like (laughs) smiling and like in several parades like we were we were doing fine but like everyone was kind of stressed about it so literally we spent the whole trip wet like we it was raining and we would be outside just standing in the rain. It was a whole thing. It was all I have to say is I know the Barbies did not plan this trip. It seems <laughs> like Ken, it seems like Ken behavior in the middle of a pandemic. Like, you know what? Let's just do the parade <laughs> and all the things and fit everyone together in a tight little bus. I remember that I was right before I transitioned to a new career and some of my friends were like, no, no, you should wait because if you wait, you're going to miss. If you wait, you can go on the trip. And I was thinking that trip. <laughs> you know what? It sounds like I had the right energy because um, I'll tell you one thing, feeling like I it was time to go and being wet and people copying attitudes. You know, I got to leave mm-hmm. with my head held somewhat high. I mean, I snapped on a few people here and there, but never, never Sharika level. So, <laughs> Okay. And so, yeah, <sighs> 
that that was a side long side note, but that I want everyone shared about their love for Sarah. And I I just admired her and I was like, you know what? Look at her trying to be the peacemaker and she's trying to be gracious, even though like she had nothing to do with the situation. She's trying to de-escalate the moment. And I appreciate that, Sarah. I'm a Libra, that's why. So Oh, okay. Well, I'm a Virgo. I don't know what that says about me, but I do be seeing the little things talking about the Virgos and how the Virgos be. And I'm it's not me, but maybe it is. <laughs> Honestly, Sharika, I think, yeah, my mom, you and my mom's birthdays are around the same time. Admittedly, I really know nothing about the Zodiac except that I'm a Taurus and my mm-hmm. husband's a Pisces. That's all I know. But that being said, my mom can pull that too. But then it yeah, I think all moms can pull that energy though. Like, oh, we're so sweet. Da 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 da. And then as soon as you say whisper in your ear in the middle of church, you're like, uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we're so off topic. Sharika, did yes. we ever okay. get to your temp? Okay, did we so ever my get temp there? is my okay. temp is seventy eight. I'm okay. doing great for the most part. You know, I'll go into that more on my expresses, but just how God can answer your prayers to just give you a different countenance. And I feel good about, so that's something that I feel good about right now. My circumstances hasn't changed, but neither has my God and my countenance. Hey. So I um, that. thank you, friend. But my song is, I knew you were trouble, trouble by Taylor Swift, <laughs> because it is first line, I knew you were trouble when you walked in. That is about me because, not because of the story I just told, but because I'm a little nervous about what we're about to get into because I feel like I'm about to be the person that's in trouble. (laughs) I feel like I'm about to be in trouble. No. (laughs) If there are any two people that you can have a different opinion with in a civil conversation, Sharika, it is Sarah and I. That's extremely true. I'm not it's here it's for water it. under the bridge. Yeah, we'll Thank still be friends guys. after. Thank you. For still, I'm already claiming that you'll be gracious to me. So thank you. And so that leads into what we're going to talk about. We're going to, uh, Sabrina said, we're going to talk about the Barbie movie. Um, I'm trying to see, do like, you know, is it too early for spoilers? Like, do you guys feel, or do you feel like it's been out long enough? People, if you, you know what? Spoilers. I feel like if you're listening to this, you got to know there are spoilers. Okay. Okay. You know, and I honestly, I don't feel like there's a whole lot to be spoiled. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know. I read a lot about it before I saw it. And then even, but just even seeing it is like its own experience, Mm -hmm. you know? So I I really don't feel like spoilers there, you know? Okay. Good. So um there's so many thoughts in my head that I kind of want to like I I I, there's so many thoughts in my I'll start with this Sarah you said a little bit and I'll share my thing before I went and saw this movie I knew nothing I and that was partly on purpose I felt like the trailer didn't give too much away as to what the storyline would be about but I also purposely did not read any any things beforehand I didn't look I saw a lot of people posting videos with their thoughts and all the things I I purposely didn't want to see those because every now and then I like to go into the move a movie with no preconceived notions of anything just like with no expectations 
Because sometimes I feel like when things are built up too much, then I feel let down. Or, you know, I just I just wanted to go in with a clean slate, ready to see or see what it was going to be about. So that's how I walked into the movie. Uh, Sarah, did you want to say any more? I know you said you read or saw some things before. And did you want to add anything to that? So maybe I'm being a little bit like generous about what I read or saw. Um, Like I just didn't actively avoid commentary Mm -hmm. on it. And a lot of the stuff I saw was from, um, again, either people like I didn't see it opening night. I waited like kind of a week. I got it on the the Stubbs $5 Tuesdays. So I just love a deal. Going on swing. Right. So, but a lot of the stuff I saw was, like people I know posting on Facebook, they were like, um, you know, just saw this with my girls. They really enjoyed it. We dressed up. I was like, oh, you know, a lot of like women seeing it together and just saying mm-hmm. that they saw it. But then I would see a lot of like commentary videos pop up on my, are y'all on TikTok? Like, I am not. No, I'm not cool enough. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. But so like the stuff that was popping up on my feed, um, like when it first came out, it was saying how um like some news stations were calling it like a man hating movie. Mm. And I don't know what that says about me that that's popping up on my feed and mm. the algorithms are like, to see this. Um, but so I was, I was like, yes, a man hating movie. I can, I can finally, I was just letting myself up and go. Um, and then I saw it and it was completely like kind and generous and like, I don't know. It wasn't. It wasn't like a man-hating movie, you know. Um, but yeah, I I really just kind of saw little bits and pieces of the plot, and I still didn't even really think that anything was spoiled per se. So, Sabrina, how before you walked into the movie, had you saw anything? What did you did you have any like idea of what it was going to be about or anything like that? Um, not to like just belabor everything I said last week. Because I think I covered most of it, but to expound on that, I will say since last week, I saw some of what Sarah's alluding to, mm. um, not even alluding to, just saying, point out that people were, were having like very defined opinions, not even on if the movie was good or not, mm. but like, is this movie for men or does it break down men? You know, right. that sort of thought. And I thought, this is a movie about Barbies, not to like take away from the writers because you can absolutely take something arbitrary and then put like depth in it, right? We do that as artists all the time. Mm-hmm. But I just feel like when you're going into that space, you can totally color the way you see the movie by your, whatever your own current worldview is, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. like, ugh. so I don't follow uh, Ben Shapiro, Shapiro, is that his name? Yes, but I saw this thing on Twitter where he was, like, burning the Barbie dolls. And ironically enough, he was dressed just like Ken standing beside the Barbie poster. So, Sharika, by the time we saw it, I was already ready to be like, okay, will this prove what I'm hearing or will Mm. it disprove? And I, in my mind, I was like, it's not what they're saying it is. They Mm. probably just need to calm down because the same crowd that says that are the same people saying let's go Brandon for the most part and they just be crazy so mm. uh, yeah that's where I was also I was very excited to dress up and I'm excited Sharika dressed up with me and I think when we post this episode we should post the picture of us and Sarah's picture which is on social media 
Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, did you see his video, Ben Shapiro's YouTube video? about? No, did he have a video too? I just saw uh, the still of him burning the dolls. He did, like, people are, like, kind of dragging him because he made two separate YouTube videos, like, worth of commentary on the Barbie movie. And it's the same amount of playtime as the movie itself. And so people are <gasps> dragging him. No. It's like, you have so much to say about a movie about dolls, you know? Like you were saying. Yeah. That many yeah. hours? Oh, yeah. It was like, like one of them was like 50 minutes, and then the other one was like, again, they were pretty equal in size. But yeah, it was wow. like two hours worth of YouTube wow. commentary. And it's like, he's really passionate about this. Like, that's what I want to tell these people is like, you are really passionate about this movie that just is like covered in pink and glitter and is full yeah. of. And... Yeah, but or I threatened. think. Yeah, well, I would think it goes back to what you were saying, Sabrina, it's, it's colored by your perspective. So, you know, for whether you feel like, I think, which we can get into more, but just about whether you feel disrespected or whether you feel like your position is being threatened or whatever have you, you probably would have strong emotions or feelings about it. Um, I will say, uh, before we get into the actual plot of the movie and our feelings about it, it all for me in my mind, I often go back to our education system, maybe because my mom's a teacher, maybe because mm. I love education, but there is such value in forcing young kids to argue their own thoughts and opinions, mm. right? So in reasoning and writing or English class, we sometimes have to do like a this or that paper. So you write very strongly to defend one side of an issue, and then you'd write the same paper to mm. defend the opposite side of the mm-hmm. issue. Or you have like debate um, teams or things like that. It's very healthy for me and strengthening my own worldview. The best thing my 10th grade history um, class teacher did was like enforce what my mom told us, which was question everything. Even when it came to our faith, she was always like, you can't be a Christian just because I am. You have mm. to find that on your own. Mm-hmm. So I see when it comes to not just this, we've seen it during the pandemic with politics, with so many things, people just being so afraid of seeing something that is not their opinion and not their worldview and like not wanting to like wrestle with that and chew on it. Mm -hmm. So I say all that to say, if you're listening and you're one of those people, go ahead and turn it off now. (laughs) No, listen. No, I'm saying listen. It's a safe space for them, too. Like, it's going to be a safe space for me. I had that same thought, though, was that, like, um, like the people that this movie was meant to, like, challenge and not provoke, but, like, kind mm. of prod and, you know, like, here's a thought that maybe you haven't had before. Because, um, I mean, like... You kind of talked about my Facebook post, but like it said, like there's two different audiences that this movie was mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. made for, and it was either like in in my brain, I'm thinking like you're a woman and you, you relate to the experiences in here, or you're a man and you are threatened by um, the dramatic reenactment, maybe like the hyperbole mm. of what you know the caricature that this movie is trying to create for you to liken it to reality and you Mm. do not like that i i found myself like 
walking into that theater and like looking around and trying to find like you know the one guy there that was didn't want to be there like the guy who was like dragged by his girlfriend who like might glean something from this movie um and it's I feel like it's a real shame that like the people who need to see it or would benefit from it like probably won't you know Mm, mm. and you know what Sarah I think the most like discussion that I had seen about this was on your free Facebook page I like I was in the comments I was like what the people saying about the movie because I think it was after I had seen the movie and then I think I saw the post and I was like oh, what the people because I have feelings so I'm like well what the people saying up in here and I'm like oh, oh okay and I love your responses like you Sabrina said you were a very safe space for those people even those that didn't agree with you or maybe have contradictory uh, opinions very gracious and I was like okay I felt good about that though I felt good about the dialogue on there people are ridiculous but people are going to be ridiculous and that's okay I guess right people are entitled to their feelings <laughs> right <laughs> um um hmm. okay Sarah I'm gonna put you on the spot do okay. you want do you I'm gonna let you give a little synopsis of the movie I, okay. I was thinking about doing it, but I don't want to color what I feel too much. So no, I feel good. like you'll be more uh, unbiased. This is great because I um I feel like you'll think this is funny, but I saw someone on TikTok again today describe it as the Black Panther for white girls. Love it. Yes. <laughs> Should we Which... please title this episode that? Because <laughs> that, that is like that is not an unfair assessment in my brain (laughs) so like they were they were walking it through so like there is this you know not imaginary world but this faraway place um Mm -hmm. that is governed by rules and people and resources that are not like our world um Mm -hmm. and people from that world is barbie land so then people from barbie land find themselves in the quote-unquote real world Mm -hmm. and they bring outsiders with knowledge of the outside world they wrestle with what the outside world is and power structures and resources that exist outside of the land that they're used to and then they bring an outsider into their world conflict ensues there is a power struggle a power vacuum um and then they tussle over it over these new rules from the outside world and uh order is restored and they uh make a more just society for everyone but yeah obviously uh barbie and ken find themselves in the real world not in barbie land um and i feel like the real crux of the movie was that ken discovered that men are in charge and he was like oh my god this is crazy did you guys know that because <laughs> obviously that's not how it works in barbie land um and then he brings patriarchy back to barbie land and then they fight about it um, and then they both have an existential crisis. Ken is Kenneth. And there <laughs> are a couple songs. There's a couple fights. Um, and then everyone is happy again. So <laughs> I feel like that was very like long and convoluted. And it's still like very confusing. I, <laughs> I found myself trying to explain this to people. And I was like, you need to just see it for yourself. Like it doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't make sense if I try and explain it to you. Because... I don't know. 
Actually, Sarah, you did a really good job of giving mm-hmm. a solid overview without getting to the nitty gritty yep. details, which I appreciate because if you're listening, you can still enjoy some of the movies, like why yeah. Barbie goes to Barbie Land in the first place and what she does when she gets her. And all those little tidbits are delightful. So mm-hmm. when Ken brings back patriarchy to Barbie Land, which before that had like a female president female CEO, all the court systems. Like, it was run, run by the Barbies. Women. Mm-hmm. Um, by the Barbies, yeah. That looked, that looked like horses, beer, <laughs> women in revealing clothing, men in charge, but not really quite knowing what to do. Mm-hmm. And uh, it just being kind of, like, silly. And mm-hmm. that is the thing that has upset a lot of people. Not just men. But people in general felt like the movie was diminishing the accomplishments that men have in this world because, believe it or not, y'all, men still do hold all the power. And I have debated with men, and not just any men, I've debated with white men on this who are just like, we have no power, women. And I'm like, dude, who holds all the wealth? Who holds all the most powerful positions in the world? And they're like, yeah, but no, but nothing. So Mm. in the Barbie movie, it did take it to this extreme of, Mm -hmm. yeah, this is what it looks like. Because even though we live in a patriarchy, patriarchy, not all things are like, I don't, I'm definitely not bringing Doug a beer. You know, Doug better get his (laughs) own beer. If he asks nicely, I might bring him some water. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, so, but I totally agree with the hyperbole of the situation because within our world i am very blessed and very fortunate but we have the Mm. extremes on either side so they did a good job of saying yeah basically this i remember i used to work with some europeans and i was talking about how i would get cheerleading in high school and they were like that is such an american thing we don't get that like why do the girls wear the short skirts and stand on the sides i'm like you know Mm. i don't know I do. That's just what well, I don't know. And the older I get, if I ever have a kid, if I ever have a daughter, I'm like, oh God, I pray she doesn't want to do chilling. Mainly because it messed up my vocal folds. Um, and mm. I didn't learn how to use them properly until I studied theater in college. And I was like, no. Uh, but, but just for that very reason, like why, like why? And then when I went to grad school and I studied sports education in America and all that sort of things and the political side of it and just, this idea that men are the men were strong. We hit each other. Women, you're on the sidelines. Your job mm. is to cheer us on. Mm. So do you all feel like the Barbie movie was too extreme in making that point? Do you feel like that's true of our world? Do you feel like as a woman, ultimately your job is a sideline and to kind of cheer on the men as they make wise or not so wise decisions? Mm. Ooh, 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 this is, that's a great question. Um, I will And maybe say, if you don't know now, Sharika, I would like to hear, and forgive me for cutting you off, but I would like to hear how you, you all thought about that when you were younger, mm-hmm. like maybe middle school, high school, and then now where you are in life. So let's hear both perspectives. Um, I, okay, growing up, I don't really, I didn't feel the weight or of the patriarchy, like, I don't, like, in my household, it was, I never mm. felt like this was, I think, in, intentionally, especially for my mom, this was intentional. It was no man's work, girl's work, like, because my mom is a, 
she had 11 siblings and she had, and nine of those siblings were men. And so it was three girls to nine guys. So in growing up, she felt like the girls had to do all the things. And the guys didn't. And it was men's things and girls' things and girls' things were the housework and this and that and doing all the things for the guys. Um, she talked about, you know, her younger brothers being able to drive or whatever before. Like, it was just like, you know, it was more of that. So when she had us and it was, she only had two kids, one boy, one girl, it was, there was... I think she was more intentional and it was like, everybody's doing all the things. Everybody's going to do all the things. Everybody, you got your day to do the dishes. He got his day to do the dishes. Your day to make you, whoever finished the, the drinks makes the, like it was more. And I think that was because she felt that it was unfair to her and when and probably her sisters. Um, so maybe she was more intentional when she had us that it wasn't like, it was, I didn't feel that and it wasn't that wasn't the theme that I really was conscious of growing up middle school high school it wasn't even a thought in my mind so that's kind of how I um that so that really wasn't a thing for me um I don't know if you want to answer to that part of the question Sarah um yeah I mean I think and I say this all the time but I I definitely um feel like my parents were a really interesting like model for me as far as like gender roles are concerned mm -hmm. so I had a very similar experience I think to what you touched on um where and I think this like boils down to just the marriage that my parents cultivated before they even had children um and I it's interesting to me that you like described your mom as having the agency um like within how your household was shaped like for me it was definitely my dad um because I don't I don't know if it's just the way he is or you know innately how he kind of is but he was definitely like the cook of the household every single night like hot meal um for all of us and like talking to my friends like even just that one piece was mm. like not typical in other households like he would cook, mom would do the dishes, like that was how they split dinner every night. Um, separate from that, he had kind of what I call um, like his dad-isms. Um, and one of the those that he would consistently tell all of us, it was me, my sister, and then my brother. Um, I mean, he would tell all of us this, but he would especially kind of hammer home the gendered aspects, like with us girls. He was like, you will never never ever ever not be either the smartest one in the room or mm. like up, up there okay I don't I don't care who you're in a room with so if someone says like hey who wants to be in charge of this group or this project or who wants to take on like this responsibility if you don't if your hand doesn't go up you're stupid you're stupider than I thought because mm. you are fully capable of doing whatever it is they're offering mm. Um, and so like, there was that there, I, one of his really, really big ones is just the way he like cherished my mom throughout their marriage. Mm. It was always like, if I'm forced to pick between 
any of you three or her like burning building scenario, it's going to be her every time. Okay. <laughs> and that Make I mean, your that's way out. where house ran. No, literally he was like, okay, first of all, there's three of you and one of her. Um, and I handpicked her and I guess I kind of picked you, but like, not really if you think about it um there were just like things about my household that like were not gendered at all Mm -hmm. um if they were they were like almost like oppositely gendered in a way Mm -hmm. that was like pointedly more egalitarian Mm because i think he kind of just recognizes the world that we live in Mm -hmm. and the world that his daughters are growing up in um so my household was definitely not like um a a breeding ground for misogyny or anything like that i think it was definitely one of those things where like growing up um you know the expectations of the world i could feel that even if it Mm. was just how different it was from my my household growing up so that's i mean that's really what i related to in the movie is like Mm. barbie like stepping into the real world for the first time and being like what is this like growing up in school and being like used to being compared to boys and being like you're really smart for a girl um i i was never used to that because again Mm. i just had that dialogue from my dad over and over and over and over again um of being like you're smarter than anyone um much less any man you know Mm. what i mean i love that i my i was gonna say that's interesting about the cooking thing my dad he didn't cook like the everyday like usually in the evenings my mom would cook like you know throughout the week but like big meals like thanksgivings my dad is also a very good cook. he would cook a lot for the bigger holidays and things like that but maybe and it could have been just the timing my mom probably got home from work earlier which she did get home from work she was a school teacher so she got home earlier so it probably made more sense but my dad cooked and he probably cooks now way more probably cooks now more than my mom does now that you know so i think so yeah some of those things maybe unconsciously did play a role in my thought process sabrina did you um how was your experience um definitely always told like be all that you can be and be more so that Mm. but that was more so related to the color of my skin when Mm. it came to my gender there wasn't like a lot of conversation. I do come from a family of very strong women. So, you know, some of those stereotypical gender roles were probably flipped in my household between my mom and dad. But I learned a lot of the things uh, probably that started my frustrations as a kid because I did feel like in some ways my brothers got a little special treatment. Um, and I felt like it was because my mom's expectations for my sister and I were just through the roof. But then I also started to see that seep out in the real world. And when it came to our family, it wasn't probably ultimately because I was a girl and my brothers were boys, but because our personalities were so different, we were disciplined different. It was just the, the way that she raised me couldn't be the way she raised him because when you have kids, they're not all roses. Some is a rose, one is a rose, one is a sunflower, one is a, I don't know. Why did I forget the name of all the flowers? You know what I'm saying? Like, dandelion. A dandelion. Some need more sun, some need more shade, water, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But that was an idea that was planted in my head early on because of me being like, well, how come, well, how come if he doesn't do his tour on Monday, 
and it's left over on Tuesday. I just have to do it, you know, that sort of thing. But then I saw, honestly, next place I saw it was in my church. You know, Mm. my church has always been a church that has said women can preach like we're not on that crazy stuff. My church was founded by a man and his wife, but my church didn't start paying women until like the last 10 years. And just other things, you wouldn't see women have certain positions that are high up. They would just be stuck in a women's department, like literally like that's what they did while the men did finance and property and leadership and that sort of a thing. So it was reinforced through my church. And then uh, as I start to go in the professional world, which to be fair, I started in the professional world through my church. I saw it. It was in the theater space that I didn't see it. It was just like, listen, over here, we're about who has the talent. Do you have the talent? Yes or no. If you do, that's fine. And, you know, same thing in marching band. Like I was head of my section. I was in symphonic band. I was head. It didn't matter. It was like the first time that I felt like, yes, like if I can just do the actual thing, it doesn't matter, girl or boy, Mm. until I grew up and started working in departments with men. And then I was like, it absolutely matters. And I won't go into it all because you've heard it on the kickback before. But there was definitely once again, kind of a similar vibe that I felt when I was a kid of, okay, this professional man has cussed somebody out, but he's a really good trumpet player. So we're going to let it slide. This woman has sneezed in the wrong direction. How dare she? She's banished to hell. We don't like her anymore. Or sometimes two people in our church will be caught in adultery. The girl banished, the guy, all is forgiven. And that happened several times. So that idea for me being like exaggerated in the Barbie movie, like look at what the kids are doing. And they all think it's so great. And how many times in our world are we like, look at just the men can do this thing that doesn't even have to be that great. I mean, look at former President Donald Trump. Mm. Imagine if a woman had done, imagine a female who was married as many times. And I'm not saying those things are bad or good. I'm just saying, imagine is married as many times, paid off not one, but two porn stars, was charged of sexual assault. Like, the conversation would be completely different. And I think that is just what the Barbie movie was shed into light in this brilliant, funny, believe it or not, you all heartwarming. I cried in it <laughs> on part in this brilliant. Yeah. I mean, honestly, it was, I couldn't even get a full cry because Sharika was like friend. And I was like, okay, Sabrina, soldier up. Sharika's going to make fun of you. So all that being said, my opinion hasn't really changed from the time I was young to the to now because I noticed that. But I also have the spirit that Sarah's dad gave his family, which is it doesn't really matter. And maybe this comes from people like to, yes, the world is going to have the world in quotation marks is going to have this idea that you still need to be the person that Christ had called you to be and shine despite that, mm-hmm. you know? So, Sharika, now as an adult, do you have you ever felt the pressures of that? Do you see it, et cetera? And I don't know. And this may be going to to some of the thoughts of people. Like I, um, 
maybe and maybe it's because I haven't worked in a very I would say no I don't feel those pressures and I would not because I don't work in a male dominated system but I will say a lot of where I work like my I'm trying to think I don't I've never felt the obstacles of it but I would and I feel like especially in the past few years where I worked I worked mainly with a lot of women so um I don't feel that and um and I think also to kind of in an in the same vein um but in a different way as you were saying like your view my world view also kind of co colors how I experience things so there's a lot of it which I said this too about racism we've talked about this in the past there's a lot of things that I may miss because I'm just not as keenly aware of things. And I, and maybe there might be things that I probably, I'm keenly aware of certain things, but that misogyny, I've never felt inferior. I've never felt, I've always, I've never had the talk that Sarah's dad had. No one ever gave me that talk, but I've always, I kind of always felt that way. So I wasn't looking like, I was just like, <laughs> I got something to say, I'm going to say it. Or I feel like I'm smart enough to contribute. So I've never felt like, I've never felt a way about, oh, a guy or this or that, because I'm like, okay, and I bring something to this table too. But what I will say, interestingly enough, which is odd because this is not, um, this was not necessarily modeled for me in my home and in a different way. But I feel like in my marriage, I'm totally different than I am outside. You were like, I won't bring Doug a beer. I don't, I, and, and maybe it's because my husband is so much of an individualist. I'd be trying to do something for this man and he'd be like, I, I can do it myself. I don't need you. Like I, I can do it myself. You don't need to help me. You don't need, and I'm, I'm like, and I think that's mainly more of a love language thing. Like, I love you. I want to do, and that's not just, but like, because I love him so much, I'm always like, oh, let me get this. Let me do this. And it's not because, and I feel like if it was an expectation from him, I probably would not be doing that. I probably would be like, or you can get it yourself, but because he's so like, I'm a grown person. I can do my own things. I don't need your help. I'm, I got it. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. It, it was like the more and more I'm like, I want to help. I want to be I want to give. I want, I want to, because it's like more, I feel like it's more of a love language, but he is so independent that it's just like, girl, if I want, I want something to drink, I can get it. I understand you're in the kitchen, but guess what? I got two feet. I can use them myself and I can do it. So, and I'm just like, but I'm here. So I feel like that's a contradiction, contradiction in me because I'm not like that. No, outside I think people. that's just a love language. Thank you. Okay, good. It makes me feel better because I was like, I yeah, that you. has no, yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. No, but. And for the record, I will and have brought my husband oh, I know. a beer. I'm, I was oh, joking. I know. You're, <laughs> you're a very loving wife. I'm not, but I was just saying, but I was just thinking about like, when you said that, I was like, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I feel like I'm definitely different with my man than I am outside. But, and I think it's because I have that safety to know that he's not 
overbearing. He is not like some mm-hmm. people, use, you know, he's not overbearing. He has not had these expect his expectations for me are the same thing he expects for himself. He's not expecting anything from me that he is not expecting himself to do. He want, he he's like, I'm going to cook one day. You're going to cook the next day. I'm going to do the dishes this day. The next day, you're going to do the dishes. His He does not expect me to do anything that he doesn't, that he's not going to do. And I think that makes me feel safe and want to do things for him when I can or when he's open to, because he will do what he can for me. Amen. Sarah, I a person who is not yet married (laughs) uh what is your opinion now as an adult um uh like just about structural misogyny like we were saying absolutely i I feel like i have a very similar experience to sharika and again i i i say this all the time i don't know if it's just because um like it doesn't happen or if just because it doesn't happen to me. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. I if I am like a white enough, like well off enough, I'm not I don't have like a class barrier or I'm not, you know, there's no in- uh language barrier for me or anything mm-hmm. like that. If I'm educated on- enough, if I'm even just like a strong-willed enough person, that people just get out of my way. I I don't know. I have no idea. I'm sure it's a combination of just like who I am and how I present and people being like, Mm. I don't, I don't know if I would even kind of like mess with that. I'm sure it's also like, there is some privileged infused in that. I will say every like slight I've had of a man against me has been on like in a purely individual level um and like in ways that I'm like you would have never done this if you were a woman like you would have either had the social awareness to like mm. treat another person this way or you would have had the emotional like maturity or the emotional IQ um to never like I don't know, put yourself in this situation. Like, to me, it was really interesting that, like, Ken's reaction to being hurt was to, like, ruin everything that Barbie ever had. Um, Mm. And Barbie's reaction to being hurt was to work on herself. And then Mm. also to help Ken with his hurt. Like, have you ever been in that situation where, like, (laughs) a man is asking you to help him navigate, like, his reaction to hurting you? Because I was like, am I in the Twilight Zone? Like, like, my last, like, breakup with a man where, like, I'm consoling him, but, like, you're the one that hurt me. How did this happen? Explain it every time. Every (laughs) single time. And that's always how it goes. So yeah, I don't I I don't I don't want to say I don't like experience misogyny because I'm sure I do in ways that I am just completely unaware of. Um, like especially as again, a woman, but a small woman and a young woman. Mm. Um, I'm sure that people look at me and assume things of me. 
um, that are just not true and that are things that I can either exceed or don't participate in entirely. Um, but yeah, I, I, I feel like I almost actively press against it at this point. Like I, I am kind of an antagonizer Mm. and, um, my parents have to remind me to like not chase down every single, um, fight that comes my way so I mean, no 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 we must somebody we has must. to <laughs> <laughs> yes. oh yes. girl you're yes. speaking my language mm. i think the movie did a good job too of showing that it's not just the patriarchy that like can give us these feelings of uh maybe discomfort and sometimes just wtf but also like within women because when Barbie goes to the real world, she is excited to talk to some middle school girls and they shred Barbie apart. Mm. And there are no men at that table. So no. <laughs> I think there's also this conversation that they kind of hint on at the end of the movie when one of the characters does this beautiful monologue just saying like, well, not saying, highlighting some of the frustrations that come with being a woman, woman, I'm too thin. I'm too big. I got to be loud and speak my voice, but not too loud. Uh, and then the middle school girls said something like, uh, when it comes to girls, like we men don't like us and we don't like each other. Mm-hmm. So they, they did highlight like, okay, when I start to think about that, yeah, I remember growing up and telling people, Oh, most of my friends are guys. I have more guy friends than girlfriends. And that feeling like a badge of honor. Mm. And, you know, I haven't felt that way or even thought about that in a long time. But when I heard that line in the movie, I was like, oh, snap. Obviously, as I matured, I was like, uh, Sabrina, you're a girl, too. And, you're, you know, girls can be just as dope. But why did that feel so good? Why did it feel so good to be like, oh, I played flag football. I was the only girl in the whole league. Yeah. You know, like, Mm. okay, is there this other idea within women? Like, are we like crabs in the, or can we be like crabs in the bucket? Or are we forced to be like crabs in the, like clawing over each other? And, oh, like she wears, she wears heels. I would never do that. You know, that kind of Mm. a thing. Uh, Did you all pick up on any of those energies in the movie? Maybe with weird Barbie, poor weird Barbie. (laughs) <laughs> I, I did have that thought with Weird Barbie and like the mm. pregnant Barbie. Did you guys like yeah. 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 Yes. Where I was like, okay, like she's pregnant, but like why is it almost feel like that's a dig at her? Like I, I guess it was kind of alluding to the fact that maybe Midge doesn't like sell very well because like who wants a pregnant Barbie when you're like five? Um Yeah. But I like it was interesting to me that um like what you're saying, they they kind of highlighted like how um, like sexism and misogyny like kind of pits us against each other. Mm-hmm. They also did a really good job of highlighting how it um, how it affects men negatively too. Like misogyny hurts everyone. Not yes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I, I thought it was really interesting how like the crux of Ken's crisis was that like he wasn't getting enough like romantic attention from barbie um because i often like Mm. in films i see that as like the feminine role in you know 
artistic works like that is usually it's like the woman like pining after this guy and trying to attain this guy um but then it was also like the long-term low commitment casual distance girlfriend Mm -hmm. thing. he wanted her so bad but (laughs) then also like you could tell that he wouldn't have like done anything to sustain a relationship with a woman like it would right. the lowest level of commitment he could have possibly put into it. I disagree, Sarah. I feel really? like he would. I do. I think he did that as a protection to himself because yes. he saw. I feel like if at the beginning, like if Barbie was giving him the attention, right. he would have matched or exceeded yes. that energy. I thought that was a defense mechanism. Of it was like a bar, like, a wall. Yes, and because. He's like, oh, this is what the men do. They don't really let the girls too close to them. They use basically have them as the accessory. So I right. felt like that was him being like, you hurt me. Yes. I know. I'm not going to you. Get that close to me. Well, I think maybe a surface level of that, Sharika, but also it was pretty clear that in the beginning, Ken wasn't Kenneth. Like that was all he had to offer when yes. they went to the real world. And he's like, uh, should I walk? Should I? And like, to Sarah's point of saying, like, okay, why am I comforting the person that's hurting me? And are you going to do more than the basics? Mm-hmm. Like, if you really want Barbie, level up. All you can do is beach, okay? <laughs> I need to find, find some other hobbies. Like, he needed, as she said at the end of the movie, like, he needed to become Kenneth. Yeah. Not just for Barbie, but for himself. I don't think really, Sharika, I, I think if Barbie had given him that energy, then what he could have given her back is essentially like maybe what a puppy can give us. Run right. it. And I'm excited to see you. And that does not, like Sarah said, make a long relationship. Right. But I feel like the, um, and this is like whatever, but I think in the movie, um, Barbie, it was, it was what was established. Like Ken was never given enough. Ken wasn't given any more than his, he was and Ken. So he, what yeah. his whole role, what he was created to be was an accessory to Barbie and Barbie was created to be all the things. So he was acting in the role he was created to act in. And he didn't know, I think, you know, in the self-growth, Barbie learned that, you know, her frame of reference was also altered in the sense Mm -hmm. of, like, I'm thinking I'm created to be an example to all these girls, but then there's also this adverse feeling that these young women, like, I'm I'm, I'm trying to portray that you can be all the things, but then that also Mm -hmm. made some girls feel like I can't ever be enough. But then, um, so I feel as though, and, and with Ken, it was like, I'm created to be this accessory, but what if the thing doesn't want me? So it was, I think they were both working through their own journey of what you, what quote unquote were created to be versus learning that there's more to you than what was initially set out to be. Right. Yeah, absolutely. They did a great job with it. You laugh, you cry. You get to meet some discontinued Barbies, which were hilarious. Um, was Alan ever actually a toy, though? I couldn't tell. Yes. He was. He was. He was Ken's friend. I and I watched. So I watched this after I watched like this 
like everything like Easter eggs, like 14 or whatever Easter eggs of the movie. And it and they did talk about those little things. So it did say that Alan was um Ken's Alan was supposed to be made of a friend of Ken and he was one of the things I guess was that oh like he said it in the movie, but like yeah, I can fit all of Ken's clothes. Like that was one of the <laughs> they're like I guess when they <laughs> made the doll, they were like, oh he, he's his clothes are interchangeable with Ken's or whatever. But yeah, Alan wasn't a real doll. Midge was a real doll. Um, here's where I'm going to be the trouble. I did not like the movie. I did not you like didn't? the movie. I oh, did good. Not Let's all give our ratings like, before the yes, next section okay, of the pod. You. Like one to ten. Two. I give it a two. <laughs> I'm going to give it a two. And I'm here. No. Here's the two. Here's the two. I give it a one because of the diversity. I love the diversity. And two, because I, that, that was the one, the two, the number two, I give it a point for Barbie and Barbie's classic. That's it. I will give it a half because I do like the messaging, but the reason why I don't like the movie is because I didn't like the message was good. I didn't like the exact, I didn't like the depiction of the mess. I didn't like how they brought through brought across the message and we can get into it more but I just I didn't like it because I felt like it was almost a little patronizing and I felt it was like okay and I was talking about this with a friend and because I was like I got to get ready to explain how I feel on the podcast because I'm not um um I I can't I don't want to yes Okay, I'll let y'all go ahead and give you. Let me before I go into it. Let me go ahead and give. Let y'all go give your 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 ratings. Go um, ahead. I thought it was like a solid like seven. I I don't know if I would see it like two, three, four times. I might see it a second time, but I I thought it was pretty good. I will say I feel the same way about the Greatest Showman as what you're describing. <laughs> Like, I, I don't want that movie. I think it's kind of stupid that, like, we need to be like, oh, we're all different and that's good. So I can see where you're coming from, even if I don't agree. So. I love that you said that because I love The Greatest Showman, but I love that. But I, I, I love that you said that because I can see that there, too. Yeah, I. I love, I, I like that you said that. Sabrina, what was your score? Well, my version of the movie that everyone loves, and I won't even give a one, is La La Land. Oh, that I will was never trash. get it. I, I did not like movie. it. But I love the Barbie movie. I would go spend money getting to see it in the theater so I can have the deep cry without being judged. <laughs> I thought that the... Friend, I love I that. Hi. I heard I, you, I friend. I'm joking. I'm joking. I thought the hyperbole of it. I got you. It's totally fine. The hyperbole was great. I love the exaggeration because you're talking about toys. And when I think about how kids pay with toys, everything is exaggerated. Mm -hmm. So I love that. I loved, oh, the set the cinematography yeah. i loved all yeah. the light moments the joking like i have such a respect for writing that is witty and quick they had lots of little moments like that and when you can bring it home with the strong message in between all of that silly and we're talking silly stuff you all we're talking ken doing choreography and wearing a fur coat <laughs> we're talking about men talking about beaching each other and that being like slang for like fighting like it was silly but there are these beautiful, powerful moments and messages 
and it, and because if you can use your suspension of disbelief and take it for what it is, a movie about toys, a doll. then you might, yeah, yeah, you might enjoy it. A doll. Yeah. You might mm-hmm. enjoy it. So there's mine. I uh, like yeah. that we all, between us all, I think Barbie would probably get like a six between yeah. the three of us. I would say this, I want to just this, make this comparison. Have you all seen Zootopia? Yes. I, so when I was thinking about the Barbie movie and why I didn't like it, I felt like Zootopia had a strong message and it just, and it, the story was so beautiful and it is, um, it, it, the way that the message came across and, and maybe, you know, I think it was just the style. It's not my style. I think is what it boils down to. Yeah. No, I get it. It's like pink and glitter and it's very neon. No, I love that. Cause I'm a girl, I'm a grown girl. I'm a girl's girl and I'm a girly girl, but I'm just like, I feel like the over topness of it. I don't like that. I'm not, I'm over top in certain ways, but I'm like, don't like, I just feel like the message was so good. Like, but it's meant to be a silly movie. It, right. And there are some, you know, like, and I, and those type of movies aren't my movie. Like my husband more is like some of those movies that are just so over the top and ridiculous. Cause, and there's people who love that humor. That's just like, not my humor. So I was just like, this is dumb. I didn't find it funny. I didn't find, I just felt. All right, so we got it. Sharika gives it a two. (laughs) I give it my high rating. And Sarah, you know, I think that was a very fair rating. Either way, I'd say go see the movie. And if you want to talk to any of us about it, hit us up. We can talk to you about it all day. I loved it. Uh, So um, now going into our scripture funny for this week, we are in Luke chapter six, verses 46 through 47. And of course we have... Jesus speaking, and it's so funny. Why are you so polite with me, always saying, yes, sir, and that's right, sir, but never doing a thing I tell you. These words I speak to you are not mere additions to your life, homeowner improvements to your standard of living. They are foundation words, words to build a life on. One, I thought this was great for what we were talking about today because it's like, hey, you know, don't just laugh at the points being made and then go on, Sabrina, and say things like, well, you know, when I was younger, most of my friends were guys. Like, wear that as a badge of honor because women rock. We're amazing. And now most of my friends are women. And I'm proud to say that. That's my badge of honor. But like Jesus was saying, like, hey, don't just listen or get a good message message or hear a new perspective and then just like, okay, yeah, that was great. And then just not let it impact your life in any way. He's like, literally do the things I tell you to do. So I would say, get the message and let it be a thing that helps you be a brighter light in this world. Sharika and or Sarah, what do you have to expound on today? Um, uh, or express. Go ahead, Sarah. I let, I <laughs> oh, you, go. go ahead. Now, I, now, if you have I, something. I did not have thoughts. Okay. I want to <laughs> I would say my expresses is that, you know what, we, God will give you what you need and God will provide. So y'all know I've been going through the things and I've just been like, God, give me peace, give me peace, give me peace. And the Lord answers those prayers. So, you know, the Lord sees you, the Lord cares, the Lord is with you and he answers. And that's all I wanted to express to you all today. Yeah, I would probably say 
you know, a similar thing, but then going off of that scripture that Sabrina shared, like, Lord, give me peace, but also allow me to be someone else's peace. Mm. Again, and I feel like it's just a real easy gimme whenever I like try to have conversations around this movie and people are kind of like hostile about it. Um, but, you know, I just want to be people's peace, even if we don't agree. Um, mm. Even if I'm Barbie and you don't, Sharika, that's totally fine. <laughs> and I, you're entitled to your opinion and I'm entitled to plant seeds in you that were not there before. And so. you did. And oh. you did. And you did. So those are my thoughts. That's it. That's all that's sh- rattling around up here. <laughs> <laughs> well, of course, my recommends, because I gave it the highest rating, is the Barbie movie. Absolutely loved it. Go see it. Talk to us about it. It'll be a good time. Oh, and Oppenheimer. See it after Barbie. Don't see it before. <laughs> <laughs> I love have you guys that. Seen it? I have not. It's an excellent film, but it is about nuclear war. So it's kind of like you have to pick your poison what goes first, Barbie or nuclear war. Maybe you may need the encouragement or the uplifting after the the nuclear war. Yeah, I I don't know. Sarah has a good point, though, about how seeing Barbie and then seeing Oppenheimer kind of reinforces some of the themes. Do you Um, care to like elaborate on that really quickly, Sarah, or do you want them to see for themselves? Well, I mean, obviously see it for yourself, but like, I don't know. It was, it was a real like tonal shift for me. Mm. Um, Even if, you know, going from Barbie where it was like all women, it was like all the men were like side characters and then Oppenheimer, not that there weren't like, women in there it did not pass the Bechdel test I will Uh (laughs) um but like it was it was pretty egalitarian it it was just like I don't know very like dark but there there Mm. were women there there were women in there doing things there were women in there that were things other than sexual objects that's all I'm gonna say nice nice because all I've heard about that movie is is three hours it's a little bit boring because they talk a lot of science talk and you see homegirls boobs you do. So that, that is all I've heard about the movie. It's excellent. It's great. <laughs> and Sharika, what are, what are you recommending in, in our room today? I am recommending a movie from Netflix. I haven't seen it yet, but it's right up my alley. Y'all know I love a little romantic comedy. And it's Happiness for Beginners. I'm planning on watching it this weekend. Um, so it's on Netflix, Happiness for Beginners. Well, guys, uh, our time is coming to an end, but Sarah, I want to thank you. I'm sure Sabrina yes. joins us. Thank you. Thank you so much for spending your time with us today. Wow. You're amazing, funny, smart, wow. wonderful, and we are so grateful. I know EB is probably jealous that he missed I know. his time with you this time with you as well because as he said you're one of his favorite people and i'm sure now one of the podcast people's favorite people so thank you for stopping by sarah we gotta have you on again anytime mm-hmm. oh there he is he just texted me okay see <laughs> and he says sorry, sorry i missed today's episode see we yeah, talked about him you better be sorry so <laughs> EB, we wish you well. We wish you good health. I know you'll never hear this because you don't even listen to your own podcast. But you know what? The well wishes are still out in the atmosphere for you, brother. 
There we go. Uh, guys, we're going to wrap it up. Anything else before we go? No, just thank you so much for coming, Sarah. And we will definitely have you again when EB is back with us from his summer summer happenings and ministries. Yes. Bye, All right. Okay. Me. Thanks again. And if life tries to knock you down, make sure you guys kick back.